Hi, this is Bob Wells here, and welcome to Undercurrent Stories. This is the show where we hear about people's interests and uncover some fascinating stories at the same time. I hope you enjoy today's show. In today's show, I'm joined by Alex and Nuria. Alex and Nuria are co-founders of Chili Fever from Stamford, Lincolnshire, in England. They describe themselves as chili growers, small batch fermenters and producers of Chili Fever original fermented hot sauce. My taste buds are going already. And there are more products on the way. So today we're going to learn all about chilies. Hello and welcome to the show, Alex and Nuria. Hello. Thanks thanks for the invite. Yeah, thank you. That's great. So thanks ever so much for coming on. Really, really great to have you on. First of all, before we talk about chilies, how, how was 2020 for you? Um, I think it was uh, an interesting year, to say the least. Um, I don't uh, think nobody had a normal 2020. <laughs> no, it was it was certainly unique. Uh, I relaxed, quite quite relaxed. Um, yeah. Spent a lot of time in the garden. Yeah. Um, well, we had that really nice weather, didn't we, in the spring? Which yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really lucky, actually. Um, much better than this year. The the spring oh. this year has been a bit bit cold. Bit of a shocker, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm no, wet. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, so before before we talk about um, your business and, and all things chilies, could you just tell us um, for both of you tell us a little bit about your life's journey and how you came into growing chili peppers and making sauces, please? <sighs> for me, it was completely an accident. I, yeah. That was all from Alex. <laughs> oh, ah, right. <laughs> I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> so he, so Alex was the driving force behind, was he? Yeah, like I'm a Spanish. I always live in a flat. Um, I'm, I was not really good with plants or anything, but now I'm really good, thanks Excellent. to Alex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Um, no, it was sort of like um, lockdown happened in March 2020, and yeah. uh, I, I don't know what got me to do it, but uh, I decided to just buy some chili seeds. Yeah. And... Um, we planted them, uh, got a polytunnel, built the polytunnel, um, and just set them off growing in there over um, over the summer, like looking after them, um, feeding them, etc. And uh, it was, I think, it was a sort of like lockdown thing. And then the the intention was to grow the peppers and then um, make hot sauce for friends and family as a Christmas present. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then somebody said, um, "Like you should, you should sell this." And I was like, "Really?" And so we just thought, "Why not?" And then here we are. What a few months later? A few months later, yeah. And um, yeah, we've set it up as a company, and we've decided to just go for it. You know, that's a great story. So when you when you did your polytunnel, how, how big was the polytunnel? I want to say ten by fifteen foot. Yeah. I so think not, not massive. No, 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 not not at the moment anyway. Big enough. <laughs> it, big enough for what we had at the time. Yeah, yeah. That we will need definitely uh, another one for the future. If yeah, and this is in your continue. and it's in your garden, is it, or have you got some some land somewhere? I've uh, got an allotment oh, in okay. Stamford, and um, yeah, it's just in there growing some garlic as well um, for the sauce. Yeah. What sort of month in last year did you actually plant the first chili seeds that you got? Oh, I was quite late there. 
it, it was quite late in the year. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Um, I want to say around April. April, yeah. Okay. Yeah, mid April. And when did you start harvesting them? Oh, oh it, was, it was really late actually, um, mm-hmm. because because they went in the ground late. Uh, we lost a couple of months. I think it was the end of summer slash autumn when we started harvesting them and then we didn't we didn't really get that many which was uh surprising but we we've learned quite a lot from that year yeah i expect you have yeah. and then this year we started earlier and Did now you? yeah but uh, the weather was so bad yeah the plants they, they didn't do very well <laughs> no. they've been a bit uh stunted this year because of the cold uh spring yeah I bet they have, but I, I guess they've uh, the polytunnel stops them getting so saturated. Yeah, well, we we decided to get we try to get ahead by getting them in, uh, germinating them earlier. Yeah, and then we thought they'd be outside in March, early May. Yeah. Uh, sorry, April, uh, March, early April. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we just weren't expecting the cold weather, so they just basically weren't growing because it was so cold outside um but now that the weather's changed they've we're seeing some fresh growth on them which is really good oh that's good stuff so so in terms of actually mm. growing them did is it something you sort of taught yourselves or, or or was it something that you somebody you know somebody you knew showed you how to do it or you read books or did you just go ahead and do it no it was i think it was um a lot of online reading because you know lockdown mm-hmm. was uh yeah a lot of free time yeah um so yeah, we YouTube was a really good resource. Oh, it's fantastic, um, isn't it, for learning stuff? Yeah. <laughs> oh, literally, it's like the Matrix. You can just everything you search can for anything and just yeah. like know all about it in a few hours, which is really good. And you get these people who who spend hours, don't they, telling telling you know teaching you how to do these things, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 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 And do do you like, share the work between the, the both of you? Um. I'd say so, yeah. Um, I mean, if if I'm at work, Nuri is not at work. Um, she'll go out and tend to the plants, water them, feed them, and then vice versa. If, if she's at work and I'm not, um, like today, sauce. yeah, and um, and with the sauce as well, yeah, uh, we switch it up depending who's working and who's not working, and yeah, what the daily schedule is like. Oh, it's, a, it's a real team thing, then. Mm, yeah. yeah. You don't have any, and this is a joke here, heated debates about it. Oh, nice. Uh, you've, heard, you've, heard, you've heard all jokes, I suppose. Terrible. Haven't actually heard that one before. No, I think we'll, 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 we'll probably edit that one out. <laughs> that is pretty good. Um, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- haven't had any heated debates, no. <laughs> no. Um, so I'm, I'm very intrigued, and I think listeners will be very interested in, in the history of chilies, because obviously we know chilies get put in curries and all sorts of things like that, and we, you know, we see them, and they tend to be either red or green. Mm. Um, tell us, are you able to tell us a bit about the origins and the history of chilies and how where they originally came from? Yeah, well, um, I think it's a common misconception that because because people associate hot food with India and curries, um, yes. but they they actually South came America. They, yeah, they they actually came from South America, um, yeah. Mexico. Um, I think the earliest archaeologists have found evidence of them is up to like 5000 bc in mexico oh, really? which is like yeah a long time ago yes 
Um, yeah, the Aztec and Mayan civilizations were using them, from what I gather, um, to cure illness and fumigate houses, oh, which yeah. is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I think we can relate to the fumigating the houses when when we're cooking at the sauce downstairs. <laughs> the whole house is like reeking of peppers. It's it's yeah. so strong. Yeah, and your, are your eyes watering? Uh, if if you if you do stick your head over the uh, the the pan, yeah, you, you get a face full of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, then uh, I think Christopher Columbus went out to America, um, the New World, because yeah. he was trying to find a new trade route with Asia, um, and he found the peppers out there and brought them back to Spain. But it's actually the Portuguese who basically globalized peppers because they had really no good words. trade routes across yeah. the whole world. Yeah. And um, they just took off everywhere, like Africa, China, Brazil, all, all over the world. And then here we are today. Yeah. No, it's interesting you say about South South America because, um, yes, you do. I think, I, think, I mean, I, I thought originally Chile's came from Asia with India and everything. But yeah. obviously they, they went to India afterwards. Mm, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And, and do they use them much in Spain, Nuria? Uh Well, I don't think so. Like, Mediterranean food is not very spicy. No. No. But I, I quite like it. Like, yeah. I need a bit of cake on my food now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it must be not. Yeah, I suppose. Do you, do you find you, you, with your chili sauce, do you have it with a lot of things now? Uh, every time more, yeah. Every time you cook? Almost, like I'd say, if we're, yeah, depends what we're cooking. I, I, I think my favorite is like poached eggs with a bit of the sauce on, it's just, just give it a kick. Yes, it's really nice. Um, bacon sandwich, Ooh, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then if if we're uh, we're making some vegetable stir fry, just put a bit in there, it, it just livens up most yeah. things, yeah, which sure. is quite nice now we're doing as well chili flakes which will be soon available as well oh, really? and um yeah and the chili flakes they go in every dish <laughs> oh literally, literally. Everything. Oh, you, you just shake a shake a few on yeah well uh, you name it the the chili flakes go on there because it's basically a, a byproduct of um the sauce we just dehydrate what's left yeah after um sieving it and uh, yeah, that's that's the fermented chili flakes, which aren't out yet, but they will be soon. Oh, that's that's excellent. They're well, we so can... flavouring. Yeah, well, we will put all the links on the show notes to your um, your company. So um, cool. If people are interested in buying something, they, they can do. So before yeah. we talk about how you how you process the food and, and the business itself, um, are you able just to? I mean, we, we went very briefly through the growing of the um, the chilies, but can you just tell us the sort of works in the work that is involved in? in Growing them right from the start, right through to when you harvest them, please. There you go, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's one for Alex, is it? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we uh, we would germinate them. Um, we'd we've got um, propagation trays. Yeah. Um, you put the seeds in little compost discs, and that well, they're like discs of really dry compost. Yeah. Um, hydrate those, put the seeds in, and it's like the perfect environment for the seed to germinate. You put those in the propagation tray, 
and put those on top of some um, heat mats, yeah. seedling heat mats, which were attached to timers. And then uh, we've got some little grow lights which sit above them, and uh, they do they do really well. They we were expecting them to start germinating in two or three weeks, but some of them were literally coming up like a day or two after we put them in, which was really surprising. Well, that is, and and that, this part of the process, all the, the cultivation, is actually in the, in your house or something, is it? Before you go out, so we uh, we germinate them in the house in our room. In in the room, and then weather permitting, uh, move them outside yeah. um, to the polytunnel. We we call it the graduation. They they earn the right to go outside, um, and then yeah, we repot them. Uh, well, label them all, of course, because um, you got to keep track of everything. Yeah. Um, what repot date, them. Date date or something like that is it? Uh, we just write. We write. We've got a book. Um, and everything goes into the book, and then we label the pots, and then so we know what pot goes, um, and the seedling trays as well. We label everything, otherwise you don't know what's what yeah. until the peppers actually start coming out. Um, so, uh, yeah, repot them, um, give them a bit of food. We use an organic uh, vegetable feed. Yes. I've Miracle Grow Organic, I think. Um, and then uh, some chili food as well. And then we're watering them about maybe two to three times. Oh, no, sorry. Once every two to three days at the moment. Um, yeah, because it's not that hot. But when so, it's so when not, it's peak summer, it's, it's maybe once or twice a day. Is it? So, so they're, not, they're not particularly high maintenance? No, mm. I'd say they're. As, as far as growing things goes it's pretty laid back i mean yeah yeah because it's we do them in pots so there's no weeding there's no uh it's just feeding them i suppose that's probably the most laborious part yeah. um pruning them as well um, and, and, and do you know how many sort of plants you've got going at the moment in the polytunnel oh at the moment i don't actually know exactly how many uh i would say maybe 30 30 to 40 yeah it's less than last last year um but we've been what we've learned from last year is we've been more selective um last year we just put them all in and we were like we must grow everything but this year we've been a bit more selective about it how many plants we got last year oh far too many it was like 70 maybe 60 something maybe yeah so you've got like 65 last year so, you, so you've decided to have less plants but stronger ones is that the idea yeah yeah we're taking the stronger ones through um the ones that are showing good signs you know like yeah. they're bushing up nicely um the stem is splitting into two naturally uh loads of leaves and then all the other ones which are sort of like really small stunted um we've just um let them let them uh, move on to a better place. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Into the bonfire. The yeah. bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and how many um, chilies do you normally get on a plant? It's a difficult number to to come up. I guess, but, but, but is it? Scored? Yeah, I would say it depends of the plant as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite a tough one. Um, yeah. Last year we it wasn't that many. We we didn't do we didn't do very well last year, but. Um, this year we're 
we're aiming to hit it quite hard because we've, like I said, it's it's a learning process. We've just of kept course. going. Um, yeah. But uh, we're we're looking at pruning them properly this year. Um, so you can you can basically make the plant bush up loads yeah. um, by trimming it, cutting it, cutting the branches in half. So then it makes two branches. Oh, yeah. And then they, they grow, and then you cut both of those, and that makes two more branches. And you make it bush up and bush up, um, in theory anyway, see how it goes. But um, that's that's the plan. So we're hoping for quite a big harvest this year. It really sounds that you've had a, a big learning process on this, and, and you know, you're yeah. very knowledgeable, both of you. <laughs> Alice still learning. Still learning, still yeah. Learning. Yeah. yeah, I bet. I bet. And, and how many types of chilies do you, do you grow? Quite a few. Um, we've got, I, I, I couldn't put a number on it yeah. because we've let some go and then some just haven't done too yeah. well. And then others are doing quite well. I'd say maybe, uh, 15, and, 15 and would, different and, types. And would they all be used in the sources or, or do you, you know, do, do you use different chilies for different sources? No, we're, we're, um, basically we, the demand for the source has been so high yeah. that, the original batch that went but then we had um interest from some local local shops um and uh so we decided to go and find some suppliers who import peppers yeah and uh we we it was simply we couldn't do it all ourselves in yeah. in the space that we have it's it's a lot of peppers that go into making one bottle yeah, going back to the chilies themselves and, and the sort of study that you've done in terms of where they came from and everything. Mm-hmm. What sort of um, health benefits would you say chilies have? Um, they're they're really good for you. Um, they're packed full of vitamin A and C. Um, the, even on the NHS website, they recommend peppers uh, as a source of vitamin A and C. Yeah. Um, they promote healthy skin. Well, the vitamins promote uh, healthy skin. They boost your immune system, keep your blood vessels good, uh, healthy oh, bone nice. and cartilage. Yeah, uh, and they taste really good as well. They do, um, they? Yeah. No, they do. I, I love peppers. I love, yeah, I do. Uh, full of natural fiber as well, which um, helps keep things moving. Yeah. So when you when you come to harvest them. Um, do, do they tend to sort of? Are they? Are, well, do you think they'll be ready all at the same time, or do you do them in batches? Um, well, we sort of pick them as they ripen. They they don't all just ripen at the same time. Mm-hmm. Some of them, some of the plants we had last year didn't even produce any peppers, which <laughs> was quite bizarre. Yeah. But um, no, we we harvest them and then uh, we basically freeze them until we've got enough to do a batch. Well, that's what we did last year. Yeah. Um, and then once once we've got enough, we'll take them out of the freezer, um, mix them in with fresh peppers, um, because they've got the uh, lactobacillus on them. Um, the fresh ones. That's is, is the it, is that a type of yeast? Uh, that's the bacteria that oh, um, okay. the the main bacteria that uh, gets the fermentation process going. Yeah, I must admit. I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but I, I didn't realise that to make the sauce, you you would ferment them first. That's quite interesting. Yeah, well, it um, basically the lactobacillus 
break down uh, the food into smaller pieces, which allow more flavor um, to come out. It, it allows us to taste deeper flavors in the uh, in whatever you're fermenting. So yes. in this case, the peppers, yeah. which um, it's like a different different flavor to a – if you eat a fresh pepper and then you eat a fermented pepper, they taste completely different, and that's because of the uh, fermentation. Yeah. So it's important to ferment them. You can't just make a, a sauce without fermenting it. I suppose you could. Well, you could if you cook them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could. Um, but it, it wouldn't taste the same. So is, 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 the ferment, is the fermentation a substitute for cooking? Or do you cook uh, them as well? Well, after everything is being blended, we have to boil the sauce to kill the bacteria. Oh, I see. Yeah. We, we take out 70 degrees. Yeah. Just to like cook it, yeah, pa- pasteurize it. Okay, that's after that, the fermentation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's next after that? Or have we missed anything out? Um, I don't think so. Hmm? Just bottle it. Well, we, uh, yeah, basically just so we ferment it. Well, yeah, ferment it. Yeah. Let it sit there. Uh, we leave it for about a month. Um, after that blend it up blend it yeah and, and then do you, do you blend it with anything else um, the original hot sauce is literally straight up peppers yeah um, there's it's literally peppers salt and some vinegar but we're, we're experimenting with other other recipes um, which are like in the pipeline but the, <laughs> at the moment the original tell him one, your new experiment Oh, lots um, of uh, product development. We got um, we're we're trialing a pineapple one. Um, that sounds nice. So yeah, um, see how that goes. Um, yeah. But we'll we'll know in we'll know in a month. I'll send you a bottle if you like. That'd be fantastic. Okay, so you you've made the sauce and then you bottle it. In terms of the longevity of it, how how long does it last in the bottle? Pretty long time. Yeah. Um, I think once it's cooked, it would. I, th- I genuinely think you could leave it sitting there for a year, maybe even more, if if you haven't opened it um, yeah. a long time. We're um, we've got we've we've got a test bottle that we're just leaving to sit there, so we're just monitoring it yeah. um, to gauge a uh, sell by date. Yes, um, because we genuinely don't know how long it would last for. So yeah, we, just... we literally just started as well. Yeah. <laughs> But we say we say in the bottle is once open, just one month. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Just keep yeah. it refrigerated, but I, I really think it, it would keep in the fridge for ages because it's it's quite acidic. We me- we measure the pH and we make sure it's below three point five, which is safe. Uh, it's been pasteurized as well. Yeah. So I, I think it could sit in the fridge for ages we don't know if we're honest well it's a, it's a very early days in the evolution of your company isn't it so, yeah um, it's only been a few months we've only been trading for a few months have you mm. that's a, that really is it's great to hear great, yeah great that you've, you know you've got something that's come out of lockdown which is, is good news yeah yeah well i think it i think that lockdown kind of made it well for us anyway it made us kind of think outside the box and we just sort of started doing something and then it was just that little like nudge that you needed. And yeah. 
and it's just great hearing all the good feedback as well. Yeah, the, the feedback's been really good. Hmm. That's excellent news. And, and for any, any listeners who perhaps fancy have, wanting to grow chilies, and, and they're not in a, in a particular hot country, so they're in Europe, northern Europe, like we are, for example, what advice would you give them? Keep them inside. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, it, if it's cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, greenhouses, I suppose you can put them in, can you? Greenhouse, polytunnel. Yeah. You yeah. could even grow them inside if you've got some... Um, if you got some growing lights, yeah. Um, but if if you want to start growing chilies, just go for it. Um, get them in in I'd say February, so late start, January, February. Start, start them early in the year. Yeah, yeah. start them early. Yeah, uh, and just get them going. Be prepared to spend a bit of money. Um, you need pots, soil, plant food, maybe mm. some lights. Depending if you're in a really cold place, then. Yeah, keep them inside. But uh, yeah, just just go for it. If you think about it, just go for it. Now the the company itself, Chili Fever. Where where did you get the name from? I don't know. I don't honest. know. He just come. It, up. It, it just came to you. <laughs> yes. You had to have a name, so you thought I know. <laughs> Chili Fever. Yeah. We were one day just just doing nothing, <laughs> and we were like thinking about the name. I was like, what can be? What can be other like? Chili? It's a great name. Chili, and then, yeah, chili fever. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we got the chili fever, so. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And you mentioned that, uh, I think you mentioned earlier on that you, you were starting to bring some other uh, other uh, chilies in as well to enhance the the amount of products that you're producing. Is that right? Mm, or, yeah. Or so you can actually make more sauce. Yeah, we couldn't, we literally couldn't grow that many peppers. In, in the space that we have um but yeah we're, we're going around um wholesalers uh getting the freshest peppers we can get yeah um fermenting them and then bottling it up but we're constantly on the lookout for um local suppliers um where we want to keep as much of it like local yeah as possible going forward um it's just for now that's that's what we've got to got to do what we've got to do. But um, mm. I think that one one problem that we've kind of had is we're so small that the sort of like big suppliers don't really want to deal with us because we're, we're not wanting like... 10,000 ton- tons of peppers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, we, the numbers we're talking about are too small for them. So we're, we're just building it up and... Yeah. Uh, get there eventually i guess there must there mm. must be some of the, some of those big companies that deliver you know arctic loads of chilies to peppers to people there must be some of those people they deliver to who might be interested in um perhaps breaking it down for you perhaps have you thought about that haven't thought about that no hmm. no that's that's an interesting point um yeah, we found we found well, i was just looking earlier and found found uh, this massive pepper farm down in I think it's near Plymouth um, yeah. that they produce like one third of the UK's peppers. Wow. Um, so I think that might be a good Pro- stopping point. So a, hol- a holiday to the Southwest is due this year, is it? I think, I think it looks a, like, yes, a, a long overdue <laughs> holiday. Yeah. 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 With somebody tending the plants in your absence. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what plans do you have for chili fever going forward? You mentioned about um, the chili flakes. Yeah. As, as another product. What what other plans have you got? And then 
we want to do the original sauce as well, like hotter and a hotter sauce. Hotter sauce oh, as yeah. the original one. Yeah. And then a mild mild one? Yeah, a mild one. Mild one, yeah. Yeah, because people have um, got different palettes, haven't they? Yeah. Like for example, for me the original one is like perfect. Yeah. But, yeah. Depends. Like Alex, he loves heat like so much. So much. Yeah. <laughs> a really hot one. Yeah, like yeah. until yeah. he's like sweating and he kind of breathe like <laughs> really bad, <laughs> but he he keeps going. Yeah. And um, and then we would like to do another flavor. Like if the pineapple one goes well, maybe try to do like a big batch of that one as well and see how mm. customers. If they like them or yeah. see how it goes. Maybe a blueberry one as well. Oh, that'd be interesting. Hmm. Yeah. It'd be interesting to, to experiment with all these different flavours. And and it's it's great that you've got some local businesses that are interested in taking your, your products as well, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah we are really thankful. It's Annabelle in All Good Market in Stanford. Yeah, she's always asking for more. And yeah, apparently the customers go to the shop really like as well which we are really pleased again repeat customers which is uh, really encouraging yeah is is the source available at the moment or or will you have will we have to wait for the harvest it it is available available, online at chilifever.com excellent um there's only a few bottles left it's it's we've been selling out pretty uh pretty fast but got a few bottles left at the last batch and then there's there's another one in now so there's more on the way another one yeah yeah, mm-hmm. and how can the sauce be used in recipes and, and with other foodstuffs? It's it's like a sort of like just add it in, you know. Like <laughs> it's whatever whatever you're making, just bang a bit of it in. Cause yeah, it, it would be good for pasta, for pies. Like I, I think it would, it's got perfect with everything. It's it, very flavory. Yeah. It's really really nice. It, it is really good. In, yeah, pasta sauce. Like I said earlier, on eggs, I like. Um, Boiled eggs with a runny yolk, and just put a bit of it in the yolk, and then dip toast into it. That's that's quite nice. That sounds pretty delicious. I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting hungry now. I haven't had my dinner yet. So. Same. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be having chili sauce with your dinner, no doubt. Yeah. Weirdly, weirdly, tuna tuna mayo sandwich with a bit of the hot sauce in Ooh, sounds really? weird, but just... yeah, we had it with the sauce on the flakes as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. Um, yeah. So what's what's next for you? you you've obviously, you know, you've had a reasonably successful first year. You're yeah. still, in, still enthusiastic about it. You're growing the business. Is this something that's mm-hmm. going to become? Um, I guess at the moment, it's it's fairly artisan. Would you say? It, it's definitely yeah. artisan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But do you do you plan to get you know to get very big? How big do you want to get? Oh, that's, that's a tough question. That's a tough one. Yeah, um, it's a hot question, isn't it? Uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, very hot question. Um, I mean, for for me, it will be good. Like one day, just live with this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just keep it. I, I don't know. We're just taking it as it comes. I, I think we're gonna, um, as we do bigger batches, um, approach. We kind of haven't really considered supermarkets like the the big ones, but uh, kind of like delicatessens um and Mm -hmm. small small local shops rather than big ones um just see see what happens we're we're just going down the road have you thought about any any other uh, not non-chili related products that you might do as you quite enjoy what you're doing growing it and and processing have you thought about any other products 
from different plants. Um, we've thought thought of a few other things. Um, I'd like some burger sauce. Mm. Oh yeah, M- maybe maybe some mustard as well. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's definitely scope for more stuff. <laughs> and you both you both get involved in the actual um, cooking stroke processing of the product, do you? Oh yeah, yeah. Every step of the way, it's yeah. it's us. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Sometimes we do it together. Yeah. Sometimes it's just Alex. Sometimes it's just me. <laughs> it depends. I think the 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 most laborious part, I think, is. I'd say chopping the peppers. Chopping all the peppers. It's yeah. so many peppers. <laughs> so many peppers. It takes so long. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to have sort of plastic gloves on or anything? Or rubber uh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise you have yeah. very sore hands, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Then you cannot touch anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever accidentally rubbed your eye? After? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that as well. It's not nice, is it? Bit painful. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. So that's the, that's the most laborious part, is it? I'd say so, or I think I think another one, which is uh, when you sieve it, that whole process of we we just need bigger equipment because we're just using yeah we're using kitchen kitchen stuff at the moment. We we just yeah. need bigger equipment, like to, restaurant equipment. Yeah, like yes. catering stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of the next steps in the plan, is it? Maybe a bigger blender as well. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Hmm. It's really good to hear about your business and how you've been doing over the last year and, and you know, wish you very well for the future. Thank you. Yeah, and pleasure. It's, um, it's been great to have you on. Thank you ever so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. You have been listening to Undercurrent Stories. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to share the show link to your friends and family. And if you have 60 seconds, I will be most grateful if you would please rate and review. To hear more episodes, please subscribe to the show and visit undercurrentstories.com. If you leave your email in the link, we will notify you as soon as new episodes are released. Also, check out our social media links, details of which can be found on the show notes. Until next time, this is Bob Wells wishing you all the very best.